Blog Talk Radio. Oh. Yeah. I need you to put your thinking caps on. Come travel with me upon this journey. I promise you won't be disappointed. When you in a room full of people, you won't feel so alone. Cause everybody's head won't be buried in their phones. Record stores will reopen or stream dub it. When you buy an album, you can actually touch it. Go to the movie theater. Enjoy the best flicks. Instead of depreciation on Netflix. No, I ain't stuck in the past. Put on your seatbelt. Imagine if the internet crashed. You would have to go back to being yourself. Instead of trying to be somebody else. Instead of just talking, rappers will put their thoughts into bars. No more GoFundMe, go find a job. Pop Smoke will probably still be with us, cause they wouldn't have seen his location on social media. Even if it's just for a day, how would the world be if they took the internet away? Everything is in the cloud, iCloud, SoundCloud. Used to take a walk, now we just internet browse. Don't even know our way around, we use GPS, don't even talk, we send a text. Everything is in the cloud, iCloud, SoundCloud, used to take a walk, now we just internet browse. Even if it's just for a day, how would the world be if they took the internet away? If you got a problem with somebody, you call them like a man, instead of throwing subliminal news at them on the gram. Some people will no longer be celebrities, no more Facebook beef. Less enemies, worry about yourself instead of hating. No more selfies, more self-preservation typewriters. Grammar, true intellect. You gotta know how to spell, no autocorrect. No crying into your camera when times get hard. People actually say their prayers and talk to God. No more Uber Eats, home-cooked food. No more fake journalists, no more fake news. If you want to play Xbox, PlayStation, you got to pull up. No more online gaming, no hacking your bank account, no online banking, no online schooling, real education. Everything is in the cloud, iCloud, SoundCloud. Used to take a walk, now we just internet browse. Don't even know our way around, we use GPS. Don't even talk, we send a text. Everything is in the cloud, iCloud, SoundCloud. Used to take a walk, now we just internet browse. Even if it's just for a day, how would the world be if they took the internet away? By 2045, we'll have expanded the intelligence of our human machine civilization a billion fold. That will be singularity. We borrowed this metaphor from physics to talk about an event horizon that's hard to see beyond. I don't got the answers, man. I just know everything's going to be different. The creator has a master plan to uh, make a breed of half a man and a half machine. Yeah, that's the dream. And it's not as impossible as it may seem. In fact, it's quite logical. When intelligent elements are non-biological, and no box the size of a molecule will make a map out of all neurological structures. Forming a cluster of networks to do our mental legwork. Taking out all the guesswork, according to experts. But if we obey what they say like a sweatshirt, then in the end we'll be doing our best work. Will me and you disappear in the great goo? Fuck control replicators ready to slay you. Everything is gonna be different. Nothing will stay the same. 
Transgender Agenda, Religion of Transhumanism. And uh, welcome, everyone. And let me find, oh, here you go, Tugmos. Better love. Better love. Better love to the family. That was a um, little, little um, song I found today. And I said, damn, that's exactly what I'm going to be talking about. So it, that's why yeah. I sent that to you. 
Okay. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Both of them. So how's you? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, my man Pat Poos. Um, yeah, there's no more internet or, you know, day without the internet. I thought that was um, very cleverly done. Uh, yeah. You know, that's that. He's a throwback to real hip-hop, you know, when you actually talk about things instead of, you know, the same thing everybody else is talking about, you know. So, yeah. Um, but how's everything going on your end uh, in Detroit, Beth? Uh, it's good. It's good. Uh, I, I don't look at the news, so I can't really tell you exactly what is going on. But in my little circle, it's good. My little space. Okay, that's I heard good. You, I that's did good. hear wasn't it a shooting today or something in Texas or something? Yeah, I saw that uh, uh, on my news feed. I didn't really click on it, but I right. saw that. Um, it was a shooting. Then it was like um. Some people that got mauled down by a car, eight people died in Texas, too. This car ran over a group of people. I guess maybe they was protesters or something. Okay. Eight people died, um, and they killed the person that was behind the wheel. Mm. That's all I saw. But I didn't look into that. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't either. Yeah, I saw it, too, on my feed, but I didn't click it on. Absolutely. Next week, Bev, I won't be around next week. Okay. Um, um, yeah, my daughter's graduated from college. So Ooh, what, I'm going to be in... Okay. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Go I'm going to be in Washington, D.C. until Sunday. I'm going okay. to be out of work from Wednesday until next Tuesday. So I, I won't be around because, um, you know, i got to get her back home and get all her stuff here. Okay. And it's gonna, yeah, it's going to be quite... Um, Quite a task. Okay, <laughs> so congratulations. What, oh, what did she uh, graduate? What did she take? She's going to be a school teacher. Oh, okay. Because mm-hmm. okay. she's already she's already teaching in the DC um, school system as part of her um, schooling. So that's what she's going to school to be. Okay. Uh, my mother, my mother was a school teacher. My grandmother, my aunts. So they oh. kind of talked her into it. Yeah, they was like, listen, you're going to make good money. You're going to get the summers off. Okay. You know, I think it didn't take too much selling. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Good pension and all that stuff. So, yeah, that's that's what oh. she's going to school to be. Yep. Okay. So, yeah, so hopefully um, every she gets here and, you know, passes the teachers exam and gets a gig in the New York City public school system. That's what okay. I'm hoping. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, tell her the truth to power family. Congratulate her. Keep up the oh, good work. Oh, uh, no problem. I definitely tell. Her. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Um, yeah, but other than that, though, I don't really know what's going on. I haven't really been following. Um, I've been doing a lot of research for this topic. So, um, I had a um video queued up. Um, for whenever you're ready. Uh, that kind of capilu into the topic because I'm gonna be reading from um a book. I, is that, that what you had sent me? I couldn't open it up. I had sent you. I told you I, oh. you know, I sent you an email. Okay, you couldn't open it up. Right, man. Um, 
right, so uh, maybe I can should you do it on your end? You, can you do it on your end like uh, Doctor X be doing? I don't know. I don't know how Doctor X be doing. I gotta ask him, man. What's the, how do you do that? You know, because I don't have the uh, ability to do that because I use my phone for everything. So okay. I can't be on the phone and then playing right. something. You know what I'm saying? He must have his computer next to the phone and he's able to play off the computer. But yeah, um, yeah, I don't have a computer right now. Um, that let me see. Um. I thought if I just forwarded it, it would go through. But I, I, I guess um. It say I need not. access. Access. Okay. Well, nonetheless, uh, we're gonna get into this um transgender agenda, um, and transhumanism and transgender is pretty much synonymous, as, as I'm gonna show you in this um. This book, we're going to be reading from a book. The name of the book is From Transgender to Transhuman. And it's written by Martin Wolfblock. Now, um, Martin Wolfblock, she's the founder of United Therapeutics. And um, if you were to listen to the tape, you would have saw, um, heard some of the things that United Therapeutics is doing. He, um, I'll keep saying she. He, he, he was born a male, but he is a female now. Mm-hmm. Um, the biological company, United Founded, um, United Therapeutics, is a biological company invested in life-extending technologies. Um, currently, experimenting with pig cloning and genetic modification. Um. He's a PhD in medical ethics, numerous honorary degrees. Um, he's a lawyer, regulatory attorney retained by NASA. He's the former CEO of Geostar, creator of WorldSpace, creator of Service XM, founder of United Therapeutics. He claims to be the highest earning female in the biopharmaceutical industry, even though uh, he's the highest earning male too, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So um, now, don't he say, have? Um, and I, is he the know, one that got the black wife that made a computer? Absolutely, on? yes. Okay. So he has a a black wife. I was going to get into that, but I'm glad oh, okay. that you you hit on that. He has a black wife. His wife's name is Rabina. They have four children. Their children, uh, one of the children, his daughter, came down with a rare um, disease. Um, And he sold all of his stock in um, Sirius XM Radio to start this United Therapeutics so he could save his daughter's life. She came down with... um, I got it written down here somewhere. Um, Pulmonary hypertension. Um, It's pulmonary arterial hypertension. So um, he comes up with this um, medicine. He buys the patent uh, because he realized that this medicine works to treat this disease, which is normally, normally fatal, but you have to take this medicine pretty much forever. 
but he sells the medicine under several different names. Um, Orvintram, which is the pill form of it, $7,956 just for 90 pills. That's how you filthy rich off of this. Um, Triprenosol, which is a high-dose injectable form of this medicine, which is $16,115 a dose. Sarasco, which is an inhaler, which is a small dose, um, $3,000 for one pump of the inhalation, and a very low dose of the injectable, which he has uh, for $1,300 for this low dose. Now, people can't live without this, so he's making a lot of money off of it. Um, he's also, what United Pharmaceuticals does is they're taking pigs, and they say, this was in one of the videos I sent, a um, real short video of the lady who was one in one of their pig farms, and um, they realized that pigs and humans' arteries are certain arteries, and I mean, um, not arteries, but certain organs are the same size, lungs, kidneys, heart. So they're injecting human DNA into the pigs so that the heart and the lungs and the kidneys will have that human's DNA built into it. So um, they could put the, the if you're, you got a bad heart now, you could take that pig's heart and it'll work inside of you as a human, okay? So they're working on all types of stuff like that, which we'll get into. Um, but yeah, he has a um, black wife. So he saves his daughter's life, and he's selling this expensive meditation. And um, he comes home one day and tells his wife, you know what? I don't want to be a man anymore. You know, I'm not comfortable in my own body, and I want to um, do away with being a man. I want to become a woman. Hey, he a billionaire. What you think she said? Okay, no problem. Let's go shopping together. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so um, she stayed with him. And um, he took this whole transgender situation and created a whole movement out of it called trans- transgenderism. He became the leader of it. And um, one of the key things that he started was a religion called Terrorism. And terrorism, uh, as we'll get into, and that was one of the clips, too, where they were at the um, Church of Eternal Life, which is the actual religion. It's a religion that exists, a New Age religion that um, exists right now, where people's whole life existence is about living forever. So um, one of the passages that he said in his speech it reminded me of uh, something I heard Kwame say before, but it said, um, when an elder dies, a library died with them. You know, this is because the information they had to share dies with them. So, you know, I said, man, the way they're trying to sell this to people is very clever. Um, you ever wish that a loved one was still around to give you information or advice? to answer questions that only they had to answer to uh, or just to be around to talk to. There's several companies that's taking this challenge by using artificial intelligence to come up with the solution. One of the companies called is Attorney AI or Attorney Me. Um, they go by both names. 
they use AI that works like a chat box, keeping a recorded, I mean, keeping a record of your social media posts, emails, text messages, online passages, every other online engagement that you have. It works like a repository of your own information. This company's been around since 2014. Um, by 2015, they had a version of this um, software that engaged with by answering a series of questions, hundreds of questions this software will ask you. And um, from your earliest memory to your best friend's name to specific questions about your life that um, you're giving this thing and it, um, information about where you grew up at, your parents, how they were, you know, about your children, your siblings, your favorite colors and shapes, et cetera, on and on and on. Hundreds of these questions that you uh, answer to this thing. And um, then you create an avatar to your specifics. And a huge part of this transhumanism or transgender thing, uh, how they're going to push it to transhumanism is using avatars. So you make an avatar to your specifics. It could look exactly like you or look like what you want to look like. And um, it's an animated system. It doesn't look real. Um, and it uses text-to-speech to vocalize the answers in your voice. So after you pass, transition, your this whole record that you've been keeping of everything is left behind for your relatives. Uh, and and um, another company working on this is uh, Microsoft, of course. They were granted a patent in 2017 to create a chatbot of a person based off of their conversational pattern. The patent also allowed Microsoft to create a 2D and 3D avatar of the person and use text-to-speech. So once again, using the same type of concept, however, they use this 3D imaging system of you. So you go to uh, um, you go to a certain location where they have the 19 cameras all around you. So, so as you're talking and moving, taking a 3D model, making a 3D model of you, um, so it looks like it's pretty good, like a real person, like a real version of yourself. Um, but that's just two of the companies that's working on some of this type of stuff. It gets much, much deeper because, like I said, Joaquin Wolflot, she's dealing with biology, too. So when you put these two things together, her terrorism movement, which is a um, religion, um, they say our mission is to promote genetically use of nanotechnology for life extension. We conduct educational programs and support scientific research and development in the area of cryogenics, biotechnology, and cyber consciousness. Now, cryogenics is the science that addresses the production and effects of very low temperatures. Okay? Very important is cryogenics, very low temperatures. You've got to store stuff. Biotechnology is technology that uses biological systems, living organisms, to develop and create different products. And cyber consciousness is the use of computer technology to replicate consciousness as in living individuals. So Terrasim's project product is called Life Knot. It's like um, astronauts, right? But Life Knot. 
um, and they can they collect mind files and bio files for people. Mind files work like the technology we just discussed. You talk into it, you ask it, answer a bunch of questions, and you give it access to all of your 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 social media and your email, so it to kind of replicate how you think and how you move. Um, but um, a person can upload all their personal information. The individual information, their personal traits get mimicked by the, the software and all of that to make a digital representation of them. And now you upload biofiles. Now, this is a person. See, what they do is they send you a $99 kit. That's a donation. You make your donation. It's a $99 kit. And uh, when you get the kit, you receive mouthwash, a special rinse, and a tube to spit out. So you put the mouthwash in your mouth and you squish it around and you spit it into the tube and they, you send your spit, your spit back to them at Life Knot, which is the terrorism movement. And they'll store it cryogenically at this very low temperature for you for an extended period of time. Now you got to pay them. It's almost like $10,000 a month. This is for real rich people and they're really mm-hmm. doing this. Okay. $10,000 a month for them to store your genetic DNA from that mouthwash. So this is able to, they know every strand of DNA inside of you. Um, One of the key things Martine Wolflock worked on is the Human Genome Project. She was one of the the key people in cracking the human genome. So she knows all about the DNA and stuff like that, knows all about it, okay? They store this DNA at a negative 190 degrees. And once you're pronounced dead, the spit can be extracted to create an artificial synthetic body made with your DNA to continue your life. Not making it up, about to prove it to you through her own book. Um, Their largest accomplishment as a movement so far has been being a 48. Uh, and like we said earlier, he has a black wife who stayed with him even though he transitioned into um, a, a man who doesn't have a penis anymore. And um, being a 48 is described as a cybernetic companion designed to look exactly like Henry Warflock, acts on wife, Rabina. And... Um, she, you upload, she's uploading her mind files into this being a 48, which is a bust of her, like from the from the breast up of her in a robot form. Looks exactly like her, just a little uglier. It's not perfect yet, but it looks like her, you know, and it's a, a black robot. And she uploads her mind files, meaning she's every day talking to this thing. This thing is listening to her on the phone and knows her conversations, it could pretty much be able to pick up where she left off at if something was to happen to her because he can't live without his wife. Uh, And that's how they started this religion. All these people have one of these robots that they upload their mind files into. And the robot looks exactly like them or exactly like the person they wish they was. And when they die they're able to recreate them, taking the mind files from the robot and putting it into this, this new being. And um, we're going to get into the new being and everything. This, this is going to be on the spooky side, but it's all 
100% factual. Okay. Um, well, it, it makes me think that part of this whole um, COVID stuff has something to do with that because, you know, uh, doing the research of the COVID, they were saying that it was kept in very low temperatures. And so if this is why they were trying to get everybody to take it, it seemed like they could plant it in their bodies so they can pull pull their DNA out for to put into the new robots, so they can replace the humans with the with the uh, robots, the transhumans. Mm-hmm. And they also is uh, advocating. You notice a lot of black women's too. They got them mm-hmm. in the forefront. So it kind of seemed like all this kind of tying together. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yep. I'm glad you put that correlation together because I wasn't even thinking. Yeah, they were storing that at a real low temperature. Mm-hmm. And um, they make well, it. And they was making it mandatory that we have to have that, you know. And they stick yeah. it. And they so it just kind of seemed like it's a something going together there. Go ahead. Oh yeah, for sure. Who knows what they were. Maybe they wasn't putting something in us with the venom. Maybe they was trying to take something out of us to see something. You know what I'm saying? You never know. But um, this uh, um, Dina 48 is considered to be the most advanced social robot created to date. And um, you could imagine now with GTP and stuff, come on, this thing has to be super-duper you know, advanced at this point. Uh, ownership of self-image and intellectual property is a huge area of study. It's becoming a huge area of study. What happens to a person's creative likeness after they die? I mean, this is something you never thought about. You used to go to the cemetery, right? And that was it. One legal expert is advising that people include what they want to happen with their digital data and biological data and likeness in their will, perhaps um, put your digit what you want to happen to um, all the data that 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 they collected on you all these years and things like that. You could stop that possibly in your will. A lot of people are te- looking into this. Um, you could have your beneficiaries or your next of kin um, be able to benefit from the data and stuff you left behind. You know, so. And uh, even if you take corporations, right, like the world's largest corporations, they have a key man clause for top executives to protect the company from their business contracts if they're terminated or if the key person leaves, resigns, gets fired, gets arrested, retires, whatever. They have a key man clause which gives them certain protections because they don't know they're going to lose money, especially if the key man is the reason that your business is flourishing. So um, let's consider a corporation, you know, we have a key man clause that protects them from having their business contract terminated. They now tell you you got to spit in one of these, you know, in order to get the job because if something happens and you're not, we can't afford to have you not here. We got to have a version of you that you left behind, you know. So that's another thing that, 
they're looking into as well, companies having that. <clears throat> Excuse me. According to Wolfblock, soon businesses will require um, digital, uh, key man digitization for deals to go through. Ensures that a person will still have a presence at the company even after their death, after you're gone, um, you, you, you die unexpectedly, and um, you keep your clients, but it's not you. It's just a synthetic version of you, you know, but you're able to keep all the clients of the dead person. So companies want to do that. I mean, this stuff, when you start looking into it, they got key man clauses for um, digital espionage because if someone is uploading their digital uh, mind file as per the company wants them to, if someone steals it or the comp- competitors steal it, now they know what that person's thinking. So all of that's coming into play. Um, but um, um, the key to this whole movement, how, they, how they're using the transgender movement to move us into this transhuman movement, is they have to have a... Um, have to have us confuse these two words, sex and gender. These are two things don't mean the same thing, okay? Sex and gender, two totally different things. In order for this whole thing to work, they have to make us think these two things are the same exact thing, okay? So let me give you all differences between the two. Sex refers to the biological and physiological differences between a man and a woman. Sex has two main categories, male male and female. Sex remains the same regardless of time and culture. It's the same thing, male, female. Gender refers to the social and cultural differences between man and woman, not the physiological and biological, the cultural and social differences. Gender has two main parts, masculine and feminine. Sex had male, female, gender, masculine, and feminine. Gender roles expectations differ across time and culture, right? So we live in the same country as white people, but our genders have two different roles than the white people's um, roles. You know what I'm saying, Beth? Is it kind of like different cultures? People? Yeah, like for say um, Chinese people. They don't have the same roles in their relationship as black people. Right? Right. You know, um, so the key difference between the two is sex is natural, right? You're born male, you're born man or woman, you Mm -hmm. know, based off of your genitalia. Gender is a social construct. Right? Gender has mm-hmm. nothing to do with biological science. That's something that society has created. Man created gender. 
You know, so we associate mm-hmm. roles with the genders. Sex was created by God. Right. Okay. Sex is created by reproductive needs. That's the biological feature. Right? Mm-hmm. Male, female. Male gets together with female, they have a baby. Another male or female. Gender distinctions are created by social norms. So it's some um, dudes who look like females, but they're not females. You get what I'm saying? But it's yeah. socially normal that they get treated like a female. Yeah. Right? So gender is a total man-made construct. Sex cannot be changed. You was born that, and that's what you die as. I don't care what surgery they do to you. Your, 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 your levels, your makeup is what you are. And sex is natural. It comes first. It's not man-made. Um, a secondary construct is gender. That's something, and really when you go to gender, that really had to do with animals. When you hmm. practice like animal husbandry, right? <clears throat> the gender of the animal was more important than the um, sex, especially when you were going to eat it. You wanted to cut the the penises off the um, the bulls to create the, the stairs that you were going to eat. You didn't want to have them with the penis because that meat wouldn't be the same taste. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Excuse me, Beth. That's okay. So it's kind of like psychological sex and normal physical sex. Well, like you say, man-made sex. Some, Some shit. That's what it sounds like. It's bullshit, exactly. <laughs> so, I read this book from transgender to transhuman by Martin Warflock. Um, I highlighted some key parts of the book. I want to read this so people get a full understanding on where we're going and how sick these people are. And this isn't sci-fi. This is real. Um, They're going to use the transgender movement to push in transhumanism. Um, First chapter of the book is called Billions of Sexes. Okay? Now, remember, we just went over it. There's two sexes, man man and woman. In order for this whole thing to work, this whole transhumanism movement works on making us accept gender over sex. We have to accept the gender, which is man-made. They could control that. They can't control sex. So they need those two things to become one thing so they could push sex out and leave gender. Okay, so here we go. Reading from the book, quote, sexual identity, like nationality, is cultural and not genetic. The expression of sexual identity is called gender. Like we just said, no, two totally different things, two totally different things, okay? Gender has nothing to do with your sexual identity. Next um, little thing I got here, quote, 
There are two sexes, male and female, right? Question mark. Wrong. In fact, there are a continuum of sex types, ranging from very male to very female, countless variations between. This startling new notion is just now beginning to emerge from feminist thinking, scientific research, a grassroots movement called transgenderism. In the future, labeling people at birth as male or female will be considered just as as unfair as South Africa's now abolished practice of stamping black and white on people's ID cards. Okay, once again, there's no continuum of sex types. There's two sexes. You see how they're trying to use these words to propagandize this. Mm-hmm. Now, this book was written in 2011. As we get into the science, imagine where they are now. Um, coming from the feminist movement, they say, but that's not true. It, the feminist movement, just like the people who created the LGBT movement, they're the same people called the, the small hat. They behind all of this. You know what I'm saying? They're the people behind the feminist movement and the LGBT and the civil rights movement, right? Because how they usher all this stuff through, feminism and the LGBT, is all on the back of civil rights. That's the key to it all. They got These people are trying to get civil rights. Um, <clears throat> moving the titles of sex and making labels male and female obsolete. Take them off of birth certificates, driver's license, personal ID. And um, and this book is a going theme because our first book was called uh, um, Apartheid of Sex. Where she was putting her, the fact that she was trapped inside, he was trapped inside of a male body and wanted to be female and not being accepted as such as similar to the system of apartheid. They go into it in this book in more depth, but um, he's trying to compare it to black people problems. They don't have black people problems. This man became a billionaire. You know what I'm saying? Come on. From the book, the, the shape of one's genitals would appear to be the most arbitrary basis for determining determining to which of the two fundamental human classes a person should belong. It is not that there is a lot of biochemistry biochemistry behind a set of genitals. Nevertheless, the biochemistry is irrelevant as genitals themselves. As the basis for these categories, people into two classes, excuse me, as a basis for categorizing people into two sexes, two classes, I'm sorry, Timmy Bell. <clears throat> There's no hard and fast biochemical line that separates men from women, just a continuum of biochemical levels with which women towards one end and men toward the other end, and one overlap and variance in between. Okay, and I'm in the quote here. So genitals become arbitrary. You know, no more two classes. No, everything's about destroying this male and female construct. Um, I, 
And this so, is going to lead into transhumanism. It's going to get there. Go ahead, Beth. So I could see them trying to um, get rid of the humans because the humans, the way we are electrical, and so I don't know how the, like, like the electrical work, but to me it's kind of like when you stick a plug into a socket, you know, it, it turns it on. It, it lets, you know, it starts, and, and, and then you got to have one side positive. And so what they're trying to do is it's artificial. I mean, how is it going to, the two going to really connect? It's like two plugs trying to connect to two plugs, or, or you see what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely, man. You know, yeah. The um, way it's set yeah, up two. now, it's like sticking the plug in the socket. So they trying to make yeah, it two, yeah. two plugs trying to together, or two sockets trying to get together. Yeah, mm-hmm. it just ain't adding up. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, but... Um, You'll see how it comes together with the transhumanity. That's where, see, exactly what you're saying is why the, this is the backdrop. Because mm-hmm. how do they reproduce? Can they reproduce? Can two sockets reproduce? Can two plugs reproduce? Right. And if they do, make a way for them to reproduce. Then what the hell is that? Right. Is that a human? No. So that, that's where we're getting. And it's in this book. Um, we're gonna get there. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, the chemical makeup thing—they're trying to go see well, how they how they determine how they want to determine um, male and female is through the chemical balance. They want to test your hormone levels. So if they can reduce a man's testosterone to the level of a female consider that to be a female. If they can reduce a female or increase a woman's testosterone to the level of a male, then they would consider that to be a man. That's another slick thing they're doing. Um, That's why she kept talking about the biochemical separations. It's it's more than a bio, it's a biological separation, Mm -hmm. not a biochemical, you know. Um, chromosomes provide no logical, consistent basis for creating social, socialized categories for people into male and female. There are no such there. Excuse me. There are too many exceptions to chromosomal combinations, and the net result of chromosomes' hormonal levels, both continuously across all people, may be altered easily by pharmaceuticals. So they don't even want your X and Y chromosome to matter anymore because the the new things they're growing doesn't have those. You know what I'm saying? So that's not needed. And uh, once again, the pharmaceuticals, that's how they want to determine who's a male, who's a female based off of the pharmaceutical-induced hormones that they give them. Um, Next passage, sex should really be the... Some of behaviors we call gender as an adjective, not a noun. Gender exploration should come first. So free choice and that sex is just a label chosen. Okay, but no, it's not a label you're chosen. 
You're born into a sex. You're not chosen, you know, choosing your sex. Hold on, Dad. Mm-hmm. So I lose my voice when I'm trying to chew on something. <laughs> Society's quest for inter- uh, individual expression is well deserved by viewing sex as a choice, chronomatic, chromatic, C R O L M A T I C identity as deserved, insisted on sex as a long trap. Mm, excuse me. So this chromatic, what they mean by chromatic is it's a, it's a color system. All right? So they, they want you to identify as one of these colors as opposed to male and female. They got green, pine green, lime green, purple, orange, brown, white, and black. And each one of them has an attribute. Green is equally aggressive, a nurturing person who does not feel sexy. Pine green is a slightly about one-third aggressive, but mostly nurturing about two-thirds person who does not feel sexy. Lime green is a slightly about one-third nurturing, but mostly aggressive about two-thirds person who does not feel sexy. Purple is a non-aggressive person, so described as equally nurturing and erotic. Orange is a non-nurturing person, self-described as equally aggressive and erotic. Brown is a person equally aggressive, nurturing, and sexy in attitude. White is a person who feels genderless, lacking aggressiveness, nurturance, or sexiness. And black is a complexly gendered person. <clears throat> who feels all elements of gender are constantly in flux. Take away man and female, and now we get a damn color system. Hmm. Um, back to the thing. Um, sex, sexually, we are not men and women, but we are shades of purple, orange, green, and brown. Some of us are whitish. Uh, uh, some of us are white with indecision, Others are black with dynamic gender complexity. Or, and all of us can change our gender during our life, far from being trapped for a life as a man or a woman. We can individually evolve to a chromatic sexual identity as, a, as our minds grow and develop interactions with life. Anatomically, we have penises and vaginas, testes or ovaries, Sexually, will be a rainbow of color, a spectrum of gender. This don't sound like some crazy shit. Yes, it okay. is. Sound like they have made up a new game and they a game and they explain how you play it. Exactly. We are under an apartheid of sex. At birth, we are cast into sex types based off of our genitals. From then, we are brainwashed into sex types appropriate culture called gender. Women can mimic, but not too much, a powerful, entrenched man. But a man who tries to be womanish, face could kind of face kind of vicious scorn reserved for traitors and humiliation, according to the masses 
who identified with their sleeves. Um, constantly trying to compare it to some black people shit. Yeah. Masters and sleeves, you know. Now, they say we're brainwashed into our God-given sex. You know, you're forced to be a man. That's why you're a masculine. No, that's not true. So this is all... Now, this is going. This is being taught to the kids. This is what they're adopting, this type of mindset that this is perfectly fine. You can be who you want to be. You could go today and be a woman, tomorrow and be a man. It doesn't, um, doesn't stop here. It gets worse once you add the transgender part, which we're getting to. <clears throat> As we break free from the chains of sexual apartheid, we will establish a new human culture of unparalleled creativity and personal development. From homo sapiens, literally the wise man, shall emerge a new new species, persona cretus, the creative person. From subjugation of women shall emerge the sensitization of men. And from the apartheid of sex shall evolve the freedom of gender. So they want to um, really push this thing in. Um, a new species, they say, called persona cretus. And they're going to get more into this new species as we go on. All we will have left is male and female differences will be our reproductive systems that's the social choice and biotechnology can make available to any person, regardless of anatomic birthright or sex, the ability to create a baby. So that ended that first chapter. Those are just some of the, some of the language or some of the, the way um, that, that whole thing, it's, it's a heavy push on completing sex and gender. And that's where the confusion I'm noticing when I speak to young people based off of how they're taught. They're not taught the two-sex model. They're taught more of, well, you could be any gender you want. It's perfectly normal to them. They don't see a problem with it. Second chapter is called language. Um, Quote, thinking and talking about sex it's unavoidable because language is full of sex. The dialogue, the dialogue today is dimorphic, but we have the ability to infuse our language with gender-inclusive concepts to liberate all speakers, present and as yet unborn. We must be wary of those who would serve as thought police, demanding compliance with sexual dimorphic language and behavior. <clears throat> sexual dimorphism is the systematic difference and form between individuals of different sexes of the same species. For example, in the human species, men are typically larger than women. They're taller, they're generally bigger and stronger than women. If you go to a certain spiders, the woman is the bigger 
one. I think she even eats the man after she's done having sex with him. You know what I'm saying? Um, so sexual dimorphism is the differences in natural differences between the two sexes. They want to do away with that. And it makes me think, because I look, when I go out there, mm-hmm. I always see a brother with a chick three times his size. I'll be like, damn, she tore with him and taking him. It's almost like they, they, they got us in a sexual dot, like they, they reversed it on us. Right. But I'll be seeing a, a big giant chick with a little old skinny dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, wait a minute, who wins the fight? You know what I'm saying? She sit on you, it's over, brother. But um. They want to remove those um, characteristics chemically because of our natural size and strength and things like that. Sexually dimorphic pronouns begin, I mean, likely begin as a way to show more respect to men, less respect to women. Today, sexually dimorphic pronouns operate as a way to respect those who conform to the apartheid and the disrespect to those who don't. When when people refer to transgender-looking people as it, they usually have a tone of disgust in their voice as to say this isn't really a person. The bigot thinks they don't have sex. <clears throat> it makes them a thing, a it. Language needs to evolve so that people can enjoy linguistic respect without having to declare male and female sexual identity. I don't get how those two things correlated. That's why I highlighted that. Mm-hmm. Call a he, she, it, you know, someone who's kind of both a he and a she. Uh, it, what does that have to do with the fact that if that it is a, a male, he's going to be bigger and stronger than the most females. It's, you know, it's just normal. So I didn't get that. And they call it bigotry. I said, wow. Once again, you know, they taking over the black people's man. Um So what they suggest here in the book is to use gender-inclusive pronouns replacing <clears throat> his and her with ear, E-I-R, with ear, E-I-R, pronounced to rhyme with there. So instead of his and her, we say ear. Replacing so he and she with... create a whole new language. Whole new language, exactly, but Yes. That's why I highlight... Listen, they want to replace he and she with A, pronounced to rhyme with they. E-Y-A, and they want to replace him and her with M, pronounced the wrong with them, just E-M. Mm-hmm. And they don't create trans ebonics, okay? Yeah. That's what they did. So mm-hmm. in, um, in a sexually dimorphic world, a mother is a female parent and a father is a male parent. But what happens identity after the fall of sexual apartheid. There are a number of possibilities. 
One is that the term mother and father will become archaic. Replace the phrases with my parents, Sue and Steve. Another option is the term mother and father will retain their ancient association with a more nurturing and more dominant parent, respectively. <clears throat> so, uh, but will become disconnected from genital-based sex roles. In this case, a kid might say, "My, I love my dad and she loves me. So pretty much what they're saying here is the parent who is the, let's just say dad stays home and mom works. So now dad becomes mom. You know what I'm saying? He's, mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? It's based off yeah. of how sexual orientation is the, is the is, excuse me, sexual orientation in the third millennium will evolve toward a multi-sexual mode because male and female sex types will fade away. Persons of any genital will feel free to identify themselves as our orange or olive or magenta, coral, ebony, or white, or as femme, butch, tough, tender, or trans. With this continuum of sexual possibilities, gay, straight, and even bisexual labels will lose their meaning. People will fall in love with people. Once again, taking away the two biological sexes can't be changed, but they're going to brainwash and are being allowed to brainwash the young people into thinking they could be any, all these different possibilities, right? Taking away biological. And if you notice, they ditched the LGB in this passage. It's going to be no need for those terms for lesbian, gay, and straight, and bi. No. Those won't have any more purpose because you're going to be able to be anything. Actually, the LGB was traded out for the T. <clears throat> Next chapter, legal concerns. Birth certificates present a special case of government-mandated sex information. Here, the government could also argue that this information must be collected for health and medical reasons. That's the same kind of argument were raised for specifying race on birth certificates and were found totally specious. My birth certificate says has my race on it, so I don't know what they talk about. Whether a child is brought up black, white, or race-free is a parental option. Neither a parent nor a kid need a birth certificate to tell them what they look like. Similarly, whether a kid is brought up male, female, sex-free should be a parental option, at least until the child expresses their own gender will. No one needs a birth certificate to tell them what they are. It is, uh, it is also medically inaccurate that specifies sex as opposed to genitals on a birth certificate. And I'm sitting here scratching my head because I, I thought that people who were women and decided that they want to be a man still had a period. Am I bugging? 
Well, they messing with hormones and all of that, so who knows? That could be it. That could be it. Even some women who take birth control pills, it messes with, you know, they period and stuff like that. Okay. Okay. With regard to incarceration, it is claimed that sex separate prisons are needed either to protect women from rape or to prevent childbirth under conditions of imprisonment. The solution to sex in prison is strict supervision, solitary confinement for sexual assault, and education, classifying people by sex so they can be incarcerated according, according, uh, accordingly has done nothing to prevent jailhouse rape. A multi-sex prison environment may, in fact, be more rehabilitative and a better, the better resembles the real world. Are they crazy? <laughs> yeah. The concerns about childbirth in a multi-sex prison is readily resolved with mandatory injected contraceptives for all inmates with either estrogen to suppress sperm or prostogen to, to, to suppress ovation. So they want to sterilize the prisoners, put them in jail together. They want to put put them, well, they already put them with the women and babies have been born. I know. Uh, the, the gender. And then they want to put the the other thing in there, the robot in there. With them. Why don't they just have a prison for the gender, the people that don't have, the it people. And just put, the, put them in their own prison. Man, that part, man. They don't need their own prison. Put their asses in a damn men prison and the women in a damn women's prison. Like, they, yeah, that's who's born. You know what I'm saying? You know, but um, recently a new quasi-governmental judge, excuse me, a new quasi-governmental justification for sex typing has arisen the need to ensure strict compliance with sex segregation in sports, especially world-class athletes. In the world free from apartheid of sex, there will be no sex testing because <clears throat> there will be no sex testing because there will be no sex segregation athletic competition. Superficially, this, will, this might seem to an advantage, a disadvantage to women because taller, stronger, more masculine men might win all the prizes. In fact, sex-segregated athletes exist to avoid male humiliation at losing to women. They just passed so, a law about that. That's what's going yeah, on. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Sex-segregated athletics exist to avoid male humiliation after losing to women. So, I, I don't get it. You know what I'm saying? Because the women can't beat these men. No. We see that as the swimmer. She was yeah. second to last place as a man, switched gender, meaning that she just decided... I don't want to be a man anymore. I want to be a woman. 
Swiss gender, still got a penis and all, and <laughs> starts taking estrogen pills, and they test her and say, well, her hormone level is so low that she's technically not a man anymore. So she's a woman now, and she's beating the women by a lap. She's biologically you know, a man. Women can't be, mm-hmm. you know. Well, mm-hmm. I, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Restroom rate is a serious problem today. I don't know. It's not a serious problem where I live at. I don't hear about this happening that often. It's a pure speculation as to whether unisex bathrooms would increase restroom rate or decrease it. By converting a woman's space attractive to rapists into a non-sex public area. Generally, rapists prefer seclusion. How do you know this? The thought that a person of any sex can enter a restroom at any time should discourage sexual violence in the restroom. Heightened security, such as better light, better night lighting, is one of the best tools to diminish rape. From for account, I mean, excuse me, for about the course of a single modern urinal, each public restroom could be equipped with a continuous looping camera high above the exit door. So you want to have unisex bathrooms too, right? You know, and that is, that don't work. I went into a bathroom one time, and it was a man in there. And I mean, I wanted to beat his ass. Mm-mm-mm. I know I probably couldn't, but it was just that big of a rage came over me. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know what are you doing in here? Yeah. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now we get into some of the better stuff here. The science, the chapter, the science. So sex began accidentally. Random mutations about one billion years ago gave some ancient sexual organism the ability to include genetic material from another organism of, of that species by reproducing. Today we call that organism today we call the organism that just contributes genetic material male and the organism that both contributes and ex- and includes such material is female. This does not mean that the female actually nurtures the offspring. Female seahorses, for example, deposit eggs into the male's blood pouch where they are fertilized and incubated. Um, Female pipefish glue eggs to the male's underside and midwife toads wrap eggs around the male's legs. What the hell does that have to do with human beings? So what the other species, those are amphibians and shit, man. Fish, we humans. We don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Second is seems to be a, a there seemingly limitless number of variations of sex type species of male and females simultaneously and sequentially. 
The stripper limit, for example, lives in oyster beds, gradually changes from male to hermaphrodite to female in its old age. On the other hand, certain Caribbean coral reef fish start out female and die males. Many types of fish, such as butter hammocks, swordtails, change sex back and forth to balance the ratio as male and female. Again, what does that have to do with humans? You know what I'm saying? Trying to make us like these other things, right? This way it gets a little spooky. <clears throat> as a 1990 John Hopkins University sexologist, Dr. John Money was available to summarize research in this area. Male baboons were made to serve as surrogate mothers to, for the zygotes fertilized in text tubes. The embryos grew in the fatty cavities near the intestines and were delivered by C-section as healthy infants. Many similar veins, Dr. Money reported, on atopic pregnancies in women whose wombs had previously been removed and on zygotes that implanted themselves in a small intestine through their own placenta. With this impl implication that men could have carried embryo as well. <clears throat> means that men could have carried the embryo as well. All these cases strongly suggest even nurturance of a child with technology help, with technological help, is not absolute biological imperative for the subclass of humans. So a zygotes, these little cells that they were able to put the embryo in and plant inside of a male baboon's small intestine, and it grew its own placenta, and they were able to take that baby out through C-section. And they're saying that this could potentially be how men can have babies. Okay, that's pretty much what they're saying. Further scientific area, um, advances in areas of genetic engineering and neonatal care will tell the likelihood that zygotes might be formed well from chromosomes from two women of, or of two men, assuming the necessary biochemical code that enables cellular union. Once this scientific, scientific threshold has passed, the axiom of men impregnate will no longer be a strictly um, untrue. As long as sperm banks and mutual fertilization exist, the relevance of men, men's monopoly on impregnation disappears. Impregnation becomes a commodity. And as long as the surrogate motherhood is, is legally available, the relevant real monopoly on gestation disappears. Gestation becomes a commodity. <clears throat> now, remember this about these zygotes. These are the, they split the cell, and they only can give you 23 chromosomes. They can't give you 46 with these synthetic things they're growing. So, it can't reproduce. So automatically, you got a group of things that can't reproduce. Um, you guys think they better? Now, I was just remembering 
when the black scientist, when he whistleblowed on the company he was working with, and he was saying he was able to take that male mice and change the organs and turned them into a female and also made them, was able to have babies. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I remember that too. Mm-hmm. It, it, gets, it gets more in depth. I'm, uh, we get into the transhuman part. We, we get in there. I'm just trying to show people that this, this transgender movement is how, how they're planning on getting there. If you notice it's all been about gender, all about been about confusing sex with yeah. gender and, yeah. and all that. Watch how it switches. We're getting there. Okay. Cyberspace, this chapter. Computers and telecommunications are likely to play an important role in dismantling person meeting reinforced sex stereotypes. But in cyberspace, you can readily pretend to be different sex types. As we all know, in cyberspace, you're going to be able to be a man, but dress up like a woman and your avatar and all that stuff. So they're pretty much just encouraging people um, to um, um, go to cyberspace to come out, you know, see how you feel being this. See how you, you know, try it there first. And, uh, of course, this was written in 2011. You know, they didn't know nothing about no metaverse then. So now you got a the technology that actually exists to put people there. With the ever-falling prices of computer chips, it won't be long before the price of electronic clothing will become available. The display screens of tomorrow are likely are, are likely to be little pieces of glass that sit before your eyes. Wireless communication links, as used in mobile and remote control devices, will provide two-way connection between the electronic clothing and the ubiquitous wireless network. The electronic clothing will be able to give the wearer a sensation of being touched, squeezed, of warm and coolness. So this is the when we talked about the metaverse, the haptic suits that when you'll be able to feel when you get punched and you know feel when you when you get hit or when you're moving and stuff like that. That's all they're talking about there. When cyberspace is enhanced to virtu- by virtual reality, there are innumerable opportunities to try on genders as part of cybersex exploration. Now you are on your own. Your behavior, attitude, conversation, or where your creativity and personality come into play. But you don't have much macho man or shy guy. You can be all, uh, any kind of girl you want to be, too. Dance with yourself. Dance with another. Be touched. And it goes on, blah, blah, blah. Pretty much saying, you know, explore your sexuality through cyberspace. Okay, next chapter, Avatar Consciousness. This is where it takes the spin at, Bev. This is where it starts to go, what the hell are they really trying to do? Avatar consciousness. Now, as far as I'm thinking, I'm thinking a little avatar, like when you create the little person in the computer that's going to represent you, like that type of avatar. I didn't know they was talking about real things. When I hear avatar, I think about the avatar, the movie Avatar. That, that's, man, that's what they at, man. Yeah. Yeah. Take the movie. 
with the extension of regenerative medicine technology being used today to grow skin, blood vessels, and organs, it will be possible to grow entire flesh body outside the womb. So right into its vacant blood, the synchronized mind file derived visually from an MRI scan of your brain. Exogenesis is the growth of a body outside of the womb. We'll produce a adult-sized person in just 20 months. If the fetus continues at the grow rate, it does it for the first six months. Uploaded transhuman minds will certainly avail themselves of the entire rainbow palette of sexual identity. It will be fun, creative. They will have a face. They won't, they won't face the obstacle of a penis screaming, you're a man. However, they will face more severe barriers. People pointing to them, to the computer system on which they reside and screaming, but you're not a, you're a machine. Okay, so these new things that they're growing, you go back says it's, po- it's possible to grow an entire fresh body outside of the womb and so right into it vacant brain right into its vacant brain the synchronized mind file derived originally from an MRI scan on the brain exogenesis the, the growth of the body outside of the womb will produce an adult-sized person in just 20 months. If the fetus continues to grow at the rate it does 20 months, they're saying they can grow an adult-sized person, with, but it's brainless, don't have no brain, can't think for itself. So what they want to do is that's where those mind files. Remember when I first started out, you talked to the thing, they created these mind files. You insert it into this thing. That grew for 20 months, has no genitalia. Dr. X had did shows on this, not this, but, you know, something similar. I think it was called Cynthia way, way, way years ago. But this is this is real. Uh, uploaded human, transhuman minds will certainly avail themselves the entire rainbow palette of sexual identity. So these things are going to be freaks, even though they ain't going to have no genitalia. You know what I'm saying? A common public view is God or nature endow only humans with the human soul and consciousness is this earthly manifestation. In order to the prevailing human-centered consciousness paradigm, it will be necessary to prove that an uploaded transhuman embodied in software is in fact conscious. So they're going to try to convince people that these are conscious beings. A good sign of humanness or autonomy of an avatar that is to, that they choose their own sex and display their own gender. Such an avatar would be both transgendered and transhuman. Transgendered because they choose their own gender. Transhuman because they identify with human beings, even though they are not made of flesh. Avatar sexuality is the key bridge for transgender to transhumanism. It makes un, uh, servilum clear of the sexual identity is limitless in a variety of detachable reproduction 
and making a point that simultaneously demonstrates that the human identity is limitless and variety and detachable from reproduction. If you can accept that a person is without a penis, can peaceably live as she pleases, then you should be able to accept that a person without a physical form can peacefully live as they please. So what the hell are these people doing? So you're going to create this human-like thing that grows in 20 months, upload some dead person's mind files in it because they're rich and they paid you because they wanted this thing to grow so they could relive, continue their life on as they were. Um, and and not, not a robot. See, I was thinking all this time that they was, they was making robots, like being a 48, you know what I'm saying, that you mm-hmm. talk to and the robot will come behind you and be the no, no, the robot is just training. That's just collecting the mind file that's going to upload into this synthetic being that they're creating in 20 months. A full-grown human being. Not not a baby. I mean, an adult. In 20 months. Looks just like a human being, though. Know? Um, man, uh, if they got a... Um, of course, a lot of propaganda, and I mean, you see this thing, and it. it so this thing, unbelievable. It don't have a mind, and it don't have a genital. That right? Yeah, it don't have a mind. It's born. It's not born with a genital or a mind. So and what I you mean, can do is you can upload your mind to the person that's dead, uh-huh. that's paying for the service. Let's right. just say I'm 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 a rich guy. I'm I'm dying, so I get mm-hmm. this. I upload. I've been for the last thirty years uploading my mind files every day into the system. It knows mm-hmm. everything I do. It knows all my moves. Everything I go, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm so I'm one of those selfish people, man. I own a company, and I, I want my I want my avatar to be the boss after I die. So I put all that in the trucks, and I die, and now they upload my files into this avatar. The avatar now continues my life as I would. You know, it was all my passcodes. You know, it was all my, my secrets, everything. But they could also program a sexuality into this thing, now, a, a, a gender, not a sexual, two sexes. This isn't going to be male or female. You see, they, they're creating a new species. Yeah. Persona creators, not homo sapiens. Persona creators. So some oh. people, <clears throat> some people believe that the mind never dies, and so you know we the our, these bodies that we are in are considered like avatars, kind of. You can so, mm-hmm. and, and when we go through different. You know, some people believe that we come back and we go to different other systems or wherever we go, but the mind continues to move on. So what they're doing is they've they've been God or creator or whatever they're doing, but they're trying to imitate what's going on here now. So they can create the avatar, but they're not 
be able to create the bind. And they can't even create the avatar right because at least this this if if you had that mindset, this avatar do have genitals. Yeah, yep, yep. And see now that that was the push during the first beginning of the reading to do away with the sex. Do away with those genitals. Yeah, because y'all create it's something else. You see what I'm oh, saying? So okay. Yeah. Okay. So they push using that transgender movement. So all the verbiage in that movement is the is the verbiage they need to usher in this new thing. You know what I'm saying? But you're absolutely what you just said was absolutely right. Um, The next they don't want the genital. They don't want. I see what you're saying. They don't want the genital. This is something different. Exactly. They'll determine who's born because they could grow up human outside the womb, right? They just said they could even have make it so a man can grow a, a baby. Uh, uh, well, they, they grew it inside of the baboon, the male uh, um, zygote, meaning that they took the egg. A zygote is the egg already injected with the sperm in it. So, mm. it's a, you know, a baby's coming out of it, you know, but the, the problem with this zygote is it only has 23 chromosomes. It will be perfect, the perfect 23 chromosomes. It won't get sick. It won't have any of those bad genetic makeups, but it won't have the duplicate chromosomes that go with it. So it's not going to be male. It's not going to be a human being. You see, right. it'll look human. It'll be made from human DNA, but it'll be of another Other species. Stuff, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, the next chapter is called Transhumanism. And, um, you know, this is where we're, like I said, we're from transgender to transhumanism. Will technology step, will technology step, stop at transhumanism? Trans, will technology stop at transgenderism? If a century or so of technology has determined the millennium of absolute sexual duality, what might another few decades of exponentially growth in technology do? Sex lies at the heart of biology. Yet, the, in transcendent biology, technology gave us the explosion of sexual identities. So as technology continues to transcend biology, next, what, next we can expect beyond apartheid. Uh, next, what, what next? can we expect beyond the apartheid of sex? An explosion of human identities? The answer in the word is transhumanism. We can define transhumans as people who have hybrided themselves with a computer computational technology as the human effort to control its evolutionary destiny. One can even think of the prefix trans and transhuman as an acronym or transbiological, receptive, adaptional, notical, synthetic. Hence, transhuman is a person and an entity with a human legal rights who is receptive to transcendent biological limitations and is adapted in its direction by developing synthetic noetic pathways. A noetic path, pathway is similar to a normal pathway, but differs from 
sorts in a normal subtree for the sorts. Now, noetic is related to the ability or intellect of something. That's really what they're saying. So these things they're saying are going to be transbiological, receptive, adaptional, noetical, synthetics. All these um, very um, tricky words to, to, to pretty much make this seem like it's some, some, some things that we should want. Transhumans welcome one mind in many forms, as trans- transgenders welcome one mind in many genders. Just as society immunerates adapted to multiple races, they will adapt to multiple sexes and ultimately to multiple forms meaning multiple people other than humans. The biologic, the biologists will insist that the members of a common species be capable of producing fertile offspring. So for it, so it is for transhumans and persona creators. Production, reproduction will no longer necessarily occur. However, we adjoint DNA. Instead, people of flesh will upload into software the constant and the processes of their mind. Once they have thus digitally cloned our minds, new digital people can be produced, combining some of our mindware with some of our partners' mindware. Just as technology redefined biology and termed sexual identity, it will Next, we define biology in terms of human identity. Sick. Sick. First step to extending the lessons of transgenderism to transhumanism is to recognize the continual life across the subtrees, just like the continual gender across the body types. It is no more the genitals that make up the gender, that is the subtrait that makes up the person. We must respect the personhood of any entity that thinks consciously, and therefore I am conscious. Just just as we must respect sexuality, sexual identity of those being being that feel this is gender, therefore I am this gender. The second step is to prevent the, const- the construction of apartheid of, the f- of, of form. This means consciously, in- ent- this means conscious entities that have that are made of flesh and best synthet- uh, synthetic or hybrid must be treated equally and different under the law. So they want the laws to protect these new things they're building these new things they're creating, these transhumans, um, they don't want reproduction anymore. Instead of me reproducing, mixing DNA with someone, they want me to mix my mind foul with someone else. So that's the new forms of reproduction. So um, two two brilliant minds come together, and and they figure they'll they'll make the perfect avatar, not not too perfectly genetically, you know, uh, of all people, because these avatars will be um, more genetic, you know, genetically better 
than a human being. Um, in the last chapter in the book, in closing, that's the name of the chapter, we cannot be surprised that transhumans arise from the groins of transgenderism. As reasoning beings, we must welcome the further transcendence of arbitrary biology and embrace in solidarity all conscious life. Now, how are you conscious if you have to be uploaded with my mind files to, to, to work? So you're not conscious. Um, next one. Freedom of gender is, therefore, the gateway of freedom of form. Form, when they say form, they mean human. And the explosion of human potential. First comes the realization that we are limited. We are not limited. We are not limited by our anatomy at all. The mind is the substrate of humanity. Mind is deeper than matter. No. You know, we're born what we born, you know, and the mind forms behind that. The outcome of a gender awakening will be a new species, a new transhumanity, one that has a fundamental purpose the assurance of healthy, healthily and fulfilling the life of all who value that is right. Okay? Um, and that's the, the last little thing I quoted from that book, um, From Transgender to Transhumanism by Martine Wolfblock, um, the lady who is behind most of this stuff and the sciences of duplicating the, the pigs and putting their parts. So she's the one who's pushing these 20-month-long 20, 20 things and all that stuff. Those things are um, going to be called, how you find information on those things, they're called trans-beamings, okay? Trans-beamings, T-R-A-N-S-B-E-M-A-N-S. That's what they call them. They're species, persona cretus. Persona Cretus. Transbeamers are bioelectrical humans with who transcend beam subtrait. Subtrait in a being as to race is to genes. Physical anthropology, transbeamers, persona cretus, are defined by the shared set of beings, including many polymorphisms. Cultural anthropology, persona cretus, is a species that uses its imagination to create new ideas or things, a species that forms images and ideas in its mind, even though, even of things never directly expressed. So they're pretty much trying to say that this thing, these trans beings will be able to think for themselves. And once again, uh, she called them persona creators. When you look them up on the internet, the new word they use for them is trans beings. And you can find a lot of, um, not a lot, they're, they're very, you can find some very good articles from one of the clips that I had in the tape was from Laura Ingram. So this was 12 years ago and she was questioning them on this. Um, and imagine where they're at today. Right. You know, um, the other one was from the BBC. And then it was a short video where it was a little, a little mixed race black girl. And her, she had her mother and her father at a table. And she was telling her mother and father that um, 
you know, she she it, it felt like she was about to come out, and they were there to encourage her, and they were not trying to rush her, and you know, she was saying, "I'm trans," and they said, "Oh, it's okay, baby, it's all right. You know, we'll start buying you some clothes." No, 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 I'm not transgender. I'm transhuman. And they're like, "Well, mm-hmm. what, what, what's that?" And she says, "Like, I don't want to be here anymore." Like, what you mean? You want to kill yourself? No, I just want to. I want to upload myself and live free on the internet. I don't want to live in the physical, you know. So these digital mind files, you know, she she wants to be a mind file, and, and people are paying to store their mind files with the hopes of one day this these demons being injected with their mind file and like they're going to be alive again. Like they're going to notice, you know, in the physical form, but who knows? Mm. Wow. And so what's going to happen to the pharmaceutical companies? They seem well, like remember they're going they're more the, technology. Mm-hmm. She's a, what she calls is bio, biotechnology, biology, technology. Pharmaceutical okay. companies are going to be the ones selling people all of the, the hormone drugs, all the stuff that mm-hmm. you know how you know the depression people's going to have behind mm-hmm. um, okay. just not having a sexual identity. You know, it's really depressing for a man to not like to be out of work and unable to provide for their family. Like that, that's depressing for a man. Just like I guess for a woman to, you know, be unable to nurture her children or something, you know, like, mm-hmm. so once you start taking that away from people because they chose at a young age that they wanted to be purple, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. okay, you know, yeah. Mm. Well, I do have some hands raised. Okay, let's go to them. All right. Let's go to 618 Peace. Peace. Better love. I must have put them to sleep. Oh, they, oh, I thought that was them saying that. Okay. All right. Let's go to Kwame. He must have his mic on. Do you have your mute on, Kwame? Well, I'll come back. Okay. Let's go to four oh five three eight eight. Peace and love, family. Better love. Better love. Um, <clears throat> great show tonight, Thomas. Great show. Great show. Um Thank you very much. Everything. Oh, you're most welcome. Listening to your reading of the excerpts from the book, I just foresee this breeding a ton more incels because they don't want to be here. They already can't get none. And that's what's going to, I guess, entice them to, you know, be free on the internet. Cause you know, you can, they feel like you can do anything on the web. So that was my first um, comment. Now, um, mm-hmm. I think this is definitely, and this goes back to a show that brother Robert X did a while ago. We have officially come to the, we're damn near to the point of singularity. We're there, sis. 
Yeah, I think we're there, but we're not all the way there because they still got to protect these robots, which is why they're hiring loads of um, chat GPT conversationalists, um, prompt creators, and paying them shit, paying them six figures to do that as well. Now, they do say that it won't last, you know, some of these jobs won't last for six months because once they've trained um, these chatbots to, you know, learn different conversation styles, which that's been going on already forever, if you think about it way back from Siri. Um, just it's been going on for quite a while. But, yeah, I think we're um, we're definitely there. Yeah, we had, we had the cusp for um, something new because when I saw – what what made me do this show was the Bina Forty Eight and the Sophia. They both made by Hanson Robotics. Hanson helped create the the space center with the with this Martine Wolflot thing that was a dude, but now she's a female that wrote the book. But um, I said, damn, that was supposed to be the most advanced technology because that was talking to people way back then. So I said, damn, I wonder what if they hooked that up to Chat GPT and it. You know, brought me right into transhumanism. I'm like, uh oh, this is all part of that that whole movement. We're not even seeing it. Mm-hmm. And going back to the mind files, um, I believe that's what Neuralink was created for to digitally download people's minds, yeah. their thoughts, their processes, things like that, their habits, mannerisms, things like that, so that it can mimic a human as much as possible. I think yeah. so, too. You want it? I'm going to add Yeah, that was my commentary. Thanks for taking my call. Okay. I'm going to add someone else to the table. Uh, Thanks for calling. Three. Thanks for calling, caller. 413-222. Hey, how you doing, Beth? Better love to you, sis. Appreciate Good. the show. Good. Better love. All right, family. Um, I'm 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 not going to try to influence anybody on the wording of what I inherited while I was coming up while in church. So when you hear the word soul, the soul um, in our church growing up, you know, old old church. You know, this guy he was um, you know, he was Reverend Doctor, and of course, <laughs> and um, he showed the soul was consciousness. So when you're using the word consciousness now, that and then the consciousness was to make a decision. So when the devil wanted your soul, it was about um, you deciding. Now, they say consciousness is knowledge, you know, to know, you know. But um, when I was coming up, they were saying the soul uh, was something of the decision of a human for yay or nay, to decide. That's how I was raised to understand consciousness, being the soul. So that's why um, when people got them dogs, oh, dog, yeah, but a dog don't have a soul. dog doesn't have consciousness because a dog cannot decide because a dog is trained. A robot is programmed. So how can the robot really make a decision? So there goes the human side of what was supposed to be um, the humanity of a society to decide. The other thing I wanted to say, um, and I'm not trying to sell anybody on that, but I'm just saying that's that's what um, 
I was able to utilize, and they, the reason why that was given to us while dealing with Popo, the court, you know, so you see what I'm saying, to not be sold, to make a, a, a good decision. And the other thing, it's almost seemed, and this is, as far, this is a little bit far out there, a little far-fetched, but almost like they're trying to get rid of um, the monogamous relationship to bring in uh, a polygamist um, because, and there's nothing against the, 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 the attraction of whatever they're trying to create, but I think it's the elimination of male-female in a singular so that now they can be poly. And as they go to the poly, that's now for all others who can enter into the country to however they choose to bring their um, social structure into America. Because America is a polygamy, is, is not a polygamy, is, is, um, is a mono, e-mono, you know, uh, country. So now the elimination, once again, of the old Protestant ways, now you bring in this this new adaptation, this new theory, and make them soulless to what we say the soul is now. Now all of the that come to this country can go ahead and rule the way they want to rule. That's my thought. Yeah, interesting. And Thank I, I was I heard the same thing too that your soul, your consciousness is in you know, is your soul. So Yeah, yeah. That's 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 how that's how we were raised you know, being yeah. an older brother. That's how we yeah. were raised that if that's your if that if that's your consciousness to, to be able to decide then all of a sudden now they're gonna give AI a soul. They're gonna, you know, because they try to know how people try to do it with with animals. And no, mm-hmm. animals. If an animal bites you, that 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 animal or whatever it was, I use it as a dog. A lot of people think dogs are a human. No, if that dog bites you. That dog was just trained. That's all that was. So when you right. train something, that's something that just follows a command. Just like you get ready to bring in this computer, that's following the command again. Yeah. So how can that be a decision? Thank you for listening, Sister. And why, and why is it? And why is it that we we the only ones that that they call soul brother, or soul sister, or soul? Oh, no. <laughs> you know we that we old school. You know I love you for that, sis. And so 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 that's the heartache. But but I really believe. I mean, listen, man, they brought it on themselves. Um, the sacred cows, the individuals who kept. You know, undermining who we who we originally are, but now mm-hmm. they're in this pickle, and now the Protestant or the protesters—that's who they really are—they're mm-hmm. trying to now you know propagate information best they can for the catch-up because they they want somebody to save them again. They, mm-hmm. You can't be saved. You can't be saved. And I say we're waking up. We'll come together. No more gender war. We're not going to fall for it as long as we don't fall for it. And I'm giving us, like I said before, the potential, the opportunity that will be better than the kinetic. And I think we're going to, we're going to find our way through this because, Beth, undercover, we, we, there's something in us that they don't know, that we know, that Big Mama know, who has not given, yeah. who hasn't given up on us. You all yeah. right with that, Beth? That's right. You're right. You're right, right on, as Thank they you. say. <laughs> better luck. Thank you, family. Okay. Thank you for taking my call. Great. Okay. The polygamous 
the polygamous uh-huh. thing, right? They switching that around on a tour. It's a show that my wife watches. Okay. And I told her, don't get no ideas. Uh-huh. But the, the chicks got multiple dudes, and they all black, too. But, and, and it is a white couple, too. But mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. This, 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 the female has a husband, and she has a, a, a another guy who she just had a marriage ceremony with, and the husband was the one who did the marriage ceremony. And now she's like, yo, you know, our sex life, hasn't been great, so I'm going to bring a third person in, and this third person's an ex who's coming in just to, to blow her back out, you know, they all, you know, got their insecurities, but they cool with this polygamous, but it's not a traditional polygamous relationship, this is, right. you know, a, a woman, uh, and here she got three men working, you know, paying for, for everything, and she, she ain't even all that, but you know, it's like just how they they position in this whole thing now. It's like um, it's not the traditional polygamy. They into the weird weirdo stuff. It, the weirdo stuff is the trans. That's the weirdo stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's gonna wh- what that will lead to is once we accept weirdo behavior from humans, then we'll accept anything. And so that's where they're trying to get to. You know what I'm saying? And see, they always take take our stuff and and turn it upside down. Because if you look at back at our culture back in the day, as as I was told, you know, men's had many wives that they could afford, you know, and so they they trying to take and turn stuff up, like I say, upside down. And, and Bev, I like how you said that before because it really wasn't about a sexual thing. Right. It was more exactly. that uh, it's right. We didn't we didn't do that. We did it for the fact of building that. I'm gonna use the word because just lack of knowledge. The tribe or building yeah. that clan, but building that yeah. that foundation, and that yeah. was the inheritance of that family or that breed. You know what I'm saying? Connecting with each other with you know in a in a tribal sense. I'm using tribe for now. Only right. because they, they they really have they they butchered you know what our being really is because mm-hmm. once again they use that propaganda want us to yeah. make it appear as though we're the savage we're not the savage we know who mm-hmm. we are mm-hmm. right, yeah. but I'm gonna I'm go ahead and be quiet let somebody else talk okay I'm gonna bring Kwame in Kwame your mic is open oh tap and better love sister Beth oh tap. And uh, great show, Tutmos. Great, great show. And Peace congratulations. Well. I thought about you, Wednesday, when I was at the graduation. I say I wonder if Tutmos sitting up in in the stadium like I am. <laughs> and and, and uh, you took a good picture with 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 uh, what's her name, Tova. I saw y'all picture. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. We was up in Sedona. We went up. My daughter and I went up to Sedona. Okay. To, uh, you know, go to some sacred sites and take up, reconnect with the energy. But what you're talking about, and it's very important because that book that you're talking about, transform, transhumanism, transgender, it 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 piggybacks on. I don't know if you you've heard of uh, Adam Jones. He edited this book called Gender Genocide, and <laughs> he's got. 
uh, different people that wrote different art articles. And then he has in chapter three he talks about o- Osteen Holter talks about the theory of genocide and what the focus of the genocide is is the male. It's 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 the, what they did in in uh, genderization is what they call it, and genderization is war, is that they're warring on the male energy, and this is why they, they focused on, on, on the male, because what they're doing is, is, and the brother was correct when he was talking about the soul and the consciousness, because the thing that we look at sex, sex is, and like you said, sex is biological, but it also stands for the spiritual energy exchange, this female bi- biologically and the spirit of male biologically creates another soul that enters into the earthly plane. And these are the way because, and then you were talking about the currents, because, see, we have two currents that we, we use, AC and DC, and you look at the what's happening with it now, the AC is the artificial consciousness. The DC is the divine consciousness. That's what comes from the earthly. That's what comes from the planetary alignment. That's what comes from the galaxy and the, and the universe and the cosmos. Those consciousness are divine consciousness. There, you cannot, there isn't a, a computer, if you put all the computers on the planet together, you cannot hold the consciousness even of our Milky Way. And we have to look at the wood wide web. And the part of it is, is that they're trying to alter your receptivity by misdirecting the frequencies of consciousness because all of it is energy. Yeah. Because you create an artificial energy. And like the brother said, if you don't program it, it don't know. If you don't train it, it can't do. We have evolved, and you, you, you were talking, Cro-Magnum, Neanderthal, uh, those evolutions that came in order for we to become where we are now as Homo sapiens. Sapiens is the next level that they're interfering with, with all this trans stuff is to move from a Homo sapiens to a Homo spiritus in which we become divinely connected as we were in Lemuria and Atlantis, that we were spiritually connected back cosmically and universally to the diviner energies of consciousness because there there was in 1915, he went up in a hot air balloon and he was able to see the conscious particles of trillions of conscious particles come from the sun and the moon and is constantly hitting the planet, energy. This is why we're, we're having space weather, and we're looking at the sun, coronal mass ejection in its solar maximum, puts another consciousness of frequency because each of the nine planets has its frequency that gives us the consciousness that resonates with the consciousness of the Schumann frequency of the Earth at 7.82. So we're looking at a wood wide web that is divinely computerized that surpasses anything man can even think about creating. Because you can't grow a blade of grass. Yeah, you can plant a seed, you can make an artificial, 
But somebody asked about the farmers. This is why everybody, most people are now going to the mushroom. The, the psychotropic is the rewiring of our neural net in order for us to be able to adapt to the new frequency of what we're, we're, we're evolving into. Anyway, that is a good show, but I would look out gender side, I mean, gender side and genocide, because this is all this is. If you, you know, you're looking at the prison, and you're right, because, Bev, you're correct. They put the, the female transes that still had their male organs, and they, they start, next thing they know, all the women were pregnant. Yeah. So, so the part that you're looking at, the, the biology and the psychology, because the psychology is why they're giving you the words and giving you all of these new, these new uh, languages to create the psychological, because the psych really means what Freud stole was the spirit. The and they theory. all had no that's soul. What, and see, that's why they created the psychology, because they use the psychology. That's what my granddaughter graduated. She she took criminal law, and, and her second was forensic psychology. Mm. She wants to know what's killing the brain. Hmm. And congratulations to your granddaughter too, Kwame. Right, thanks, Bell. I thought when she got yeah, hooded, um, I told her, okay, you got one more because when you move that tassel from right to left, there's only one left. You got to get the doctorate, so you'll be all right then. Okay. All righty. Tugmos. Yeah. No, I was gonna say Kwame's on point. Um. Yeah, they're moving into the, they're trying to do away with humanity for transhumanity, trans, trans, transcending humanity. One of the videos right. it, it was, a, was a clip where they was um, going through the blood vessels and using a magnet to wire the, um, showing how they could wire people using you know, these this this um carbon fiber, copper, um coated material in a magnet and how they could put it through the bloodstream and go to the to the heart and different parts so that way trying to make people electrical. You know what I'm saying? Um just all these different things, these are all forms of transhumanism. And um the key to the, the that I want people to get from this is when they you see this transgender movement, that which is a part of the LGBT movement right now, but it's going to soon split away from that. But that's how they're going to get us to try to accept this. So anytime we're more accepting of people's lifestyles that are um, that we don't agree with, uh, eventually when they start putting some other things here, we'll, we, we'll, we'll just accept it. Like they're trying to get us to accept anything. Uh, and that's the key purpose for all of this. Like, and also to show that this book was written in um, 2011, and it's 2023. And we see they didn't have quantum computer yet. They didn't have uh, they didn't have some of the social media yet. They didn't have a lot of stuff in 2011. So just imagine someone as smart as this person 
where I laid down her for his predictions. He's a genius. This is an Elon Musk type of person who, you know, just sexually confused. Uh, but imagine where they're at with this technology now. The pigs, the wiring of people, the, the um, you know, the, the blowing people in 20 months, blowing a, this new being that will have your DNA but not be human, but you can upload your mind files into it in 20 months. Like, imagine where they're at with it now if this was done in 2011. That, you know. Right. And I think, I, I think, I, it, go, go ahead, Kwame. No, I was, because that's important because this gen, gender genocide was written in 2004, the first edition. But what I, I shared with Tutmos and when I was out there, the part that, that happens is that they have just a $52 billion Taiwan tra- uh, trans superconductor they're building eight buildings. They have 10,000 people working on this, guarded by Homeland Security, building this microchip plant, which they're going to have eight buildings producing microchips that it was everything was, was looked at. Taiwan is the leading world's trans, I mean, maker of microchips. We now have Biden get made the the, uh, the chip act, and they gave two hundred and forty billion dollars for this chip act to be to where United States will now have the ability to create its own chips that what what you're talking about, Tutmos, and being able to produce these type of beings with the nano chip technology that they're creating, because that's the only way it's going to happen. You have to have the chip in order to create the programs that you, you want to produce to produce the beings that you're trying to transform a human from to a, a non-human. That's why they, they've invested this type of money in order to create Plant. They have eight, I mean, they got 10,000 people working on it. It's all kind of cranes around there. And then they got big security around there that everybody that's working in there has to go through Homeland Security. This Arizona? You say in Arizona? Yeah, right outside of Chandler, like going mm-hmm. up 17, going to, uh, going to Sedona. And this whole area that they've, they've, they've did it, because and some of the minerals that they'll be able to get out of the mountain because they've closed off uh, the northern part of the Grand Canyon and they're they're still able to to where uranium was up there in uh, the land of the forgotten people at the Grand Canyon. That's where they took the uranium to create the H bomb that they dropped on on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. And the people that live there are millions of acres of non-productive land because of the re- uranium poison from the mines. Mm-hmm. Mm. So they so, so they did so they did pass that bill. I I know they was talking about passing it. They passed it about the chip. Yeah, it passed into it passed in twenty twenty two February twenty twenty. You can look it up. And okay. this is what they allocated when he signed it. 200, I think it's $240 billion. This is what Pelosi went to Taiwan for when they had that that's, big, uh, was looking around. Like, um, Pelosi, 
she went there Intel. to negotiate. I'm not saying that those are Intel chips. Uh, the company yeah, is called Intel. Yeah, she also got Taiwan to nego- say that we'll build you this Taiwanese company there, the world's largest, is now in Arizona having its 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 factory built there. Hmm. Wow. I say it's time for us to get into technology, fam. Um, <laughs> I'm a desktop engineer, and I can tell you one thing that I do use for job security, I will write a code to only work so many repetitions, and then you have to call me back to have that ability to do that with these chips. I mean, everybody's going to end up with one sooner or later. And the sister's correct because I think I said... Totally agree. Where they they started a coding program for prisoners coming out of prison. Okay. Yeah, I agree that we need to learn this technology. Yeah. Because that's going to be... First thing is you're not gonna have a job like you did the show. It ain't gonna be too many options, you know. That unless you're dealing with the technology and um, the, the chip making process is um, a lot of that's automated. So I don't know what kind of degree or something you would need to work up in there. But I know you did, I know they gotta be um, hazmat suited up though. They can't get no debris or anything on those chips. The facility got to be airtight and all that stuff. So um, the theory I have is the United States will back the currency with chips because China can't make the chips that the U.S. has the patents for. Only Taiwan can. And uh, Taiwan can't build them without the machinery in the Netherlands. And Biden cut a deal with the Netherlands that, you know, that technology will never, ever be sold to China. Uh, so the technology, oh, even though it comes from the, the, the machines come from the Netherlands, the patents are all from the United States. We used to make all the chips here, but they make them cheaper in Japan and Taiwan and South Korea, so they start shipping it there. But the key is with this artificial intelligence, Whoever, whatever country has the best artificial intelligence will be the country that will be the world leader. And China's is just not up to par. Um, maybe their industrial stuff is, but the stuff that they put out for their people, you know, it's terrible. So I think that's the key is the chips. If the U.S. to back the currency with chips. You can't buy the, any chips unless you convert it into the whatever digital currency they have or whatever, however they're going to work it, you got to buy the chips in dollars or you don't, can't get the chips. Don't they have the chips no, in what? the passports? Yeah, they've got Yeah, but I'm talking yeah, about the, oh, the, yeah. the, the specific chips that you need to do AI, the specific chips that you need to put in weapons, the specific chips. And all of them are patented here. Like, the U.S. needs to take that industry and make it so that no one can buy the chips without, you know, I, I think that's what they're in the process of doing. Isn't that also what they're trying to replicate? The human brain has trillions of 
and 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 uh, cells, brain cells, which computerizes every human with a certain frequency that they're they're divinely given that consciousness through that. And so what is able to, what they're trying to replicate in an artificial being is to replicate. That's why they use the MRIs and they use the EEGs and doing all of that in order to see how this pattern, because we only use in what? They say one-tenth of the human brain and you how we evolve. And the frontal lobe is just come with the homo sapiens. So we have the reptilian, you have the, the mammal, and then you have the, the frontal lobe, the, the frontal cortex. That's the management of the other two compartments that we're, we're running. There isn't a computer that surpasses what the human brain could do if you could use the total power of your brain. They did that when they... That movie they made with with the woman and and she took that chemical and turned into energy. She turned mm-hmm. sat there in the chair and turned what black. Yeah. <laughs> into energy. Well, we know the human brain is the ultimate, but they're not dealing with the human brain. They're dealing with the artificial. So to keep saying right. that the human brain is the great. I mean, we know that. But they're not dealing with that. We need to learn what they're dealing with. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand nothing that's going to process better than the humans if we expand our mind and our third eye was open and all that stuff, but it's not. You know, we got to deal with what the we brain deal is with. making the computer. It's the, like you said, yeah. that billionaire has enough money and he his own consciousness to create this 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 being switching from a man to a woman. That's what the human brain it this is what possible. But you saying Tugmos that the human brain is 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 responsible for creating this new species. It's a doing this to have the itch. Not the he's a she, it's the itch. They're doing this, man. Oh but Absolutely. Only uh, only we could think of this stuff. Only we are this sinister. To think of something like this, you know, only the human brain. Like Kwame just said, we got that reptilian side to us that we think of some crazy, sick, twisted stuff. And this, this here is all laced out of selfishness, right? Because what you have is a, um, a person who didn't feel comfortable in their own skin. They didn't feel like they was... Um, they could come out and live their truth. They were picked on because they were weaker, you know. And so they decided that, you know what, how I'm going to fix this is I'm going to just change everything. You know, instead of just changing myself or whatever, we're going to change how everyone thinks about it. And we have enough money and power and influence to put behind it where we're going to get the politicians to make the laws and we're, we're going to persuade the people you know, so here we have it in our propaganda and everything. So it's propaganda. But the, the thing is, it's not for us. So while we're sitting here thinking this is the craziest shit and the human brain, the youth the people children. they talk to, because, uh, yeah, people under 30 
are over 60% of the world population. I think under 40 is over 70%. So we're talking about the young people who this has been indoctrinated to them since school. So to, for them to see, to, to, to experiment with other sexes, just the, just one of them things, you know, I was at Joey's house and, you know, he started playing with my, you know, like those type of things are being encouraged. You know what I'm saying? So they're not thinking for themselves. And that's where this trans movement comes in because when they become adults and they get to make the laws and they get to make the rules and they get, they're going to be perfectly fine with all these different sexual identities. And then fine. Once you're cool with all the sexual identities and all these different human identities, cool too. You know, so would you, and um, yeah. so the end result of everything trans is always pain. So the, the key to the transgender movement is they want to get to pan gender. The transsexual move or the transhuman movement, they want to get to pan human, you know. It's just like you start with the transatlantic and you end up with pan Africanism. You gotta always start with trans and end up with pan. And once they get to the pan, it's all things go then. That's when you can go, you know, I wanna get a, a lion's tail. So I get, a, I'm a human walking around with a lion, lion tail and shit. Like, you know, what does that make me? You know, so that type of craziness is what, what pan-humanism is. But transhumanism is transcending humanity. You know, once you get the pan, that's transcending everything. You know, so, and yeah. We, and, and what you correct, because what you're looking at, what we're saying trans, because it started when they talk about the transatlantic slave trade. That you transport a human being to another part of the earth and you put them there and you give them a new language and a new consciousness of another people, not them own. You're in the matrix. And what you're doing now, because you have technology which transmit, because this is why we have all these cell phones and all the things and technology is to, to keep transmitting more and more of the psychological from the biological. Because that's what you're, you're psychologically, that child being born, and yes, it, it do, it, it's biological with male and it's biological with female, but from it coming on out of the womb, Every seven seconds a child is born, and if you transmitting this type of information and frequencies, human brain, and transform what was biologically, and, and the thing that happens when you say population, that's why the military draft men at 18, because you're between 18 from adolescence to 25, your brain is still developing into adulthood. That's why you have the rites of passage and the, and the college and learning is because the brain is still being adapted to its environment. From 18 to 25, this is why the military, those young boys, take the men in, and you train them because the brain is programmed yeah. at a program. program. Yeah. If you understand, now if they have a draft. Let's just say this World War Three breaks out. They got to go to Russia and China and fight. They need a draft. They're going to be drafting females and males. Right. So imagine 
what they what the mindset of a eighteen year old little girl is going into a combat situation who's going, you know, being trained and you know, so imagine what that's gonna do to the psyche. You know what I'm saying? They well, should. That, they probably gonna that. put these these huge these trans these whatever this that they create and put make them for military. But what what do the two movies African? What was it? Uh, African Queen. I mean the African King and uh, the other one with with uh, Queen and Zinga. Mm-hmm. What were they doing? They were training the women warriors because. The men have been captured and did whatever they have because women will kill when they're defending life. Because who they, you better not mess with them. <laughs> she yeah. has warrior instinct automatically. Yeah, but a man, if a man if a man wants to dominate a woman, they don't care who she defending. He can overpower her. You know it's Nothing she's going to be able to do about that. And I think this is terrible. But I think if my daughters fight, wouldn't be ready to go to no fight. You know what I'm saying? But I think if you the fight high, strategically, high, you can win. Go ahead, Kwame. Yeah, but the highest suicide rate is men breaking up with women and relationships because a woman is going to think about, I got to take care of my kids. I'm not killing myself for, for just because he's a uh, Crying to blow his brains out. And when I when I saw that man in the ladies' restroom, that rage came over me. It wasn't I wasn't thinking about me. I was like, suppose I had my granddaughter with me or something like that, you know? Yeah. But sure. and also but- our minds, we we are creators. And so we, just like Kwame said, we don't use all of our mind power. So we, I mean, just imagine they creating whatever they creating, but that's not going to stop us from creating. I thought they was leaving. Wasn't they going to Mars? Like what happened today? They missed the flight? <laughs> and let's, <laughs> let me, well, that's what actually, they going to do, leave these transhumans back that, here to, Surveil us? Is, are, are they going to be the new uh, Big Brother? AI is going to be Big Brother instead of surveillance? Part of the they can't get out of the White House. Check this out. They got the ten top 10 transhumanist technologies. Phygenics, that's the freezing. Virtual reality, nine. Seven, oh, where is eight? Gene therapy, that's eight. Uh, number seven is space colonization. I was like, oh, shit, so space, all that space stuff has to do with this transgender movement. Mm-hmm. And if you watch that movie, I think it's called, I think it's called Elysium. I think it's called Elysium where all the rich people lived on this, yeah. um, this thing out of space, and they had this machine there that cures all the diseases. They could, this transhumanist machine that when, when you go out of there, you can't get sick, you can't. You know, so that's why they all moved out of space and left all the poor people on the earth to suffer. You know, but uh, and the poor guy had to, he wanted to get out of there, out of space, so he could get on the machine and get to remove the machine that they attached to him, you know, so he could be their slave. And, um, but yeah, it's, so the space exploration 
is on one of their technologies. The other one is cybernetics, autonomous self-replicating robots, um, modular molecular manufacturing, mega-scale engineering, which is space, too, because that's what they have to do to, to build something out there. And um, number one was artificial um, general intelligence, which is GPT. Where they going and with can that? I, that but the other factor we got to look at, you talking about, because we used to be number two as far as income in, in this country. Now we're number three at $1.3 trillion. The Mexican has moved up to 1.5. Guess who's number four? Who? The LGBT folks are mm-hmm. number four at $1 trillion in the same-sex marriage couples. Their income has made them number four in this country. And that's probably just counting the married ones, right? Because right. then what, what happens is, and this is how this stuff gets confusing, because once you start identifying with a gender, right, as opposed to a sex, and a gender as opposed to a race, the black the black uh, money goes down because they start to call themselves LGBT instead of black. So right. they take themselves out of our pool of resources, you know, because I would say mostly when I see um, black gay couples, they they live amongst white people. Right. Let me let me let uh let me let the general in. Go ahead, general. Yeah, Yehudu, I'm gonna tell you some numbers that y'all quarrel about this women warrior kings boy yes. Okay. Last I checked, it's 8,000 black women and girls missing, okay? So I'm bringing facts down, man. All this bullshit about some woman warrior king and all that, that's some bullshit, okay? Y'all got any ideas how to stop letting these women end up being collateral damage, casualties of war? What requirement to set you on idea about some warrior king, woman king? Okay, why in the hell 8,000 black women and girls missing, man? Huh? Why are we looking at comment? There's over 50,000 Native Americans missing. And I ain't talking about no goddamn Native. I'm talking about our sisters, man. Okay? I'm going to give you all some facts how to get. Let me, let me tell you. I'm going to this my last time calling in. Because I'm going to tell you all how to bail saying something about strategic intelligence, right? Okay? I got three things that should be done. Every black man and black woman should do. All right? Number one, you got to change the whole algorithm up. Stop doing the same shit every day at the same time because these fools is watching us, okay? Number two, do y'all know how to find out how to tell if you got a tracking device, an app or app tag on your vehicle? Huh? I'm going to tell y'all how to find out, okay? You put your phone on uh, Bluetooth, you sweep your phone under your carriage of your car and on your dog on motor, and you will find an Apple eye. Number three, what they're doing is, y'all see you mm-hmm. women that's riding around in your nice cars by yourself? Okay, what they're doing, they marking y'all. they putting a, uh, a zip tie on the back passenger door. Y'all ain't looking back. So if you see a woman and you see a zip tie 
on your uh, back passage of dope, they market your ass and snatch your ass, okay? And I talked to a sister a couple of years ago. They snatched her in one of them bands, right? And they asked her, she found out some intel where they was taken. They got some, a place called Future Lab, okay, where they do all kind of stuff. Tell what we're talking about, a Future Lab. Some kind of way she got out of that. But like Bell say, you got to change. It's that white girl that got snatched in uh, killed in Memphis uh, six, seven months ago. Guess how they got her? She was out running 5 o'clock every morning, like routine, man. You got to break the algorithm, Sister Bell, and the pattern. All right? You can't do the same thing every day at the same time that they will snatch your ass. Okay, this is the last time I'm going to tell y'all women and black men, too. So if you be a casualty, y'all ain't listening. Right here growling that because some there woman king. I done told y'all, so I ain't going to go looking for your ass. I just say y'all a casualty and walk at ease. We at war, man. This ain't time to be bullshit, man. Okay, all field orders in effect, y'all. We at war. All right, y'all got it. I'm gone. Well, what about so people I, I, that work nine to five and they they gotta, you know, do that every day? Well, you don't take the same route home, Bill. You don't okay. take the fucking same route home every goddamn day. <laughs> you got the bank, man. I'm gone, man. I catch y'all on the on the flip side, man. No, I, I agree with what Wes was saying because that that's the point I was trying to make too. Like, man, that woman king type of movie, like. You know, no, man, Just that's still a woman. You know what I'm saying? A man will overpower them. I don't care how Hollywood could depict it. Ain't no women going to beat no men. They not savage. Like, they don't think like we think. Man, we think on some other shit. They, they're genuinely not able to deal with that the way we think. Like, we, we will fuck some shit up, men. And, um, yeah, any scenario when they try to pump them, that's feminism. Anytime you see that type of stuff where they're trying to make women somehow, uh, like the, the comic book movies where the little female be beating the guy, big guys up, like, come on. You, you, and now you're giving the, the, the women this false sense of reality because, what, you think you're going to go out in the street and, and, and punch a man? And he, but you I- know, what, what you think? That punch back is going to be five, ten times harder than whatever you could do. You know, but, and I'm, noticing, but I'm noticing mm-hmm. that a lot of females they went, they carrying guns now. You know, I'm, I'm not talking about guns. That's that, that's the equalizer. I'm talking about physically, like physically. Well, they know that physical. they can't beat them physically. That's why they they carrying guns. I'm seeing more people, young people with females with guns. Speaking of what uh, women carry and what men carry, Mm -hmm. I was absolutely floored this weekend. Went out trying to have a good time. Saw this fine man step out the car. Looked like he smelled good because he looked good. Mm -hmm. Then he proceeded to grab his purse. His purse? Yes. (laughs) Now, my thing is... I hate what those. you need to be carrying a purse for? I can put your stuff in my purse. Like, why you need a purse too? Uh, he must have been thirty or younger, man. Because I don't get no. He, is, he was definitely like mid forties, probably pushing fifty. He yeah. was Ashwood. Absolutely, and we had a conversation, and he justified his whole purse. He needs his charger, his beard balm. 
his chapstick, his, you can't leave none of that in the car, put that in your pocket. Get a backpack. It was like a lounge, but you know, maybe you don't want to, but still, you bringing a purse in. It's, yeah. But yeah, it's not, um, I think That's a lot why. of this, um, Oh, go ahead, sister. Like, you you no, start I, hanging out at a different lounge, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was my like, first time there, definitely my last time. <laughs> but I would just say a lot of this you go, um, technology, everything is geared toward changing the chemistry, the brain chemistry of men and women. Mm-hmm. You know, making women more masculine, making Val. men more feminine. Mm-hmm. Val. Uh-huh, yes. 70s, the Mac. Yes. And and Superfly. What were they wearing? High heel shoes, platforms, and carrying what? They were carrying purses. Mm-hmm. They, they definitely wear platforms. They still wanted women, though. That's the whole difference. They still desire to be with a woman. It's not the same. Yeah, and they yeah. were still masculine with it. Like, you know what I'm saying? With even. And, and they, I tell you this too, like, cause I, I hate the tight jeans, like dudes with skinny jeans. That, and, and we just not, we just not the healthiest people anymore. And it ain't not worse than a fat dude in some skinny jeans. Like, who told you this was cool and appropriate to wear? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm seeing a lot of fashion trends that came back. Cause when I look back in the days, my wife was telling me the other day, like. So if you look at your, your father's pictures, they wore tight pants with the bell bottom. I was like, yeah, but they was all slim. So it looked masculine on them. You know what I'm saying? It don't look masculine when, when a dude is thick. You know what I'm saying? Wearing skinny jeans, you know what I'm saying? And, and carrying a purse. I don't get that either. But they try to justify that with the name brand. Oh, this costs this much money and this name brand. And I, I mean, I wouldn't care whose name is on it. I'm not wearing no purse. I don't even carry a female's purse if we in public like carry my purse for me like no uh, if, we, if I do it'll be for like alright we gotta stop while you fix your shoe or something like I'm not carrying the purse and I don't buy tampons that's just not masculine the other part anybody tell extra large women to what sell you pants you see every dimple and dent that, that, that they body <laughs> has yeah and I'm going like, whoa. And when did pajamas get to be fat correct on the airplane with bonnets and, 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 and fluffy house shoes? That's the new style. That's they, that's yeah, that's do. the new uh that's the yeah. new uniform. Everybody's wearing it. Yeah, coming off the plane. Even though it's not visually appealing at all. Mm-hmm. Program. They program. They pro- yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, a couple years ago, Monique said something about it. The comic Monique and man, they ripped Monique like how dare she? Guys was putting on bonnets in solidarity with the females. It was crazy. And it was like all she said was, Why are y'all dressed like this in public? Like we used to be the best dressed people when we was out in public. We we presented ourselves appropriately. Now it's just like, yo, take me as I am. Um it, you know, even outside, like and I'll tell you what's the reason why it happened. Why you still see it happen? Because there's still a dude that would try to talk to them. If dudes wasn't talking to them, they wouldn't do it. They'll go outside with their bonnet and pajamas, and there's still someone be like, hey, sweetheart. You know what I'm saying? So they they, they cool with it. And I remember back in the day, 
we better not walk around with no dimples showing and fat hanging. Now, young people got dimples showing and fat hanging all over the place. We used to put girdles on and everything to keep our waist in. And I and I asked the guy, I say, that looked good to you. He's like, I don't care about the dimples. And back in the day, a guy wouldn't talk to you if you had all them fat hanging and dimples showing everywhere. And of you, course, you get they those everything. They got sisters out here with BBLs that don't that don't fit. They they didn't try it on before they bought it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they need to go get their money back, right? Or even that nobody told them to use a full body mirror and not stand in the bathroom. That don't matter. I, I got some family members. They got a full mirror. They still got fat hanging everywhere. Um, <laughs> well, that's part of this movement. Because, yes. Because of the transgender movement, you can't tell anyone something anymore. It, it'll be oh, your body changing me or something. They got all these. So, because these people don't want to be told, so you're a fucking dude, man. Stop acting like a female. Yeah. They made it illegal to say something about anybody. You know what I'm saying? So, you, you if you call someone Lizzo, if someone called her fat, she would say, oh, you're fat shaming me. And then she'll have all these people in social media jump to her defense and they'll ridicule you and cancel you. And that's how it works, you know? So, you can't say nothing about nothing no more. Just got to accept everything as it is. Well, that's in corporate you, America, you can't even refer to a man as a he or everybody got their pronouns on a title as far as I want to be referred as he, she, her, him, he. And if you mess up one time, they liable to report you to, they don't even call it HR no more. They call it human capital at my job. They call it human capital. So that right there says a wow. lot. You say you call somebody by the wrong pronoun, you can definitely get reported and you got to have a sit down with HR to where, um, you know, this person specifically said they would like to be referred to in this way and you blatantly disrespected them by referring to them into, you know, by another way, another pronoun. And it's like, well, naturally, if I see a man's picture, I'm going to say him. If I see a woman's picture, I'm going to say her. Now you playing mind tricks. Yeah, but even with that, it's the language that's creating the cycle identity of most people because, you know, you take children that are raised by two mothers. Which one is dad? Mommy. Yeah, that's confusing. I have two mommies. That's why they have books out that says I have two mommies. So, you know, they're normalizing to be abnormal. And they want, like I said, like I read in the passage, they want to take away daddy and mommy and just refer to them, my parent, Thomas, my, my parent, you know, Bev, you know, instead of taking, so because even having the title of a mother, it means you're a woman and they don't want anyone to use those, those natural titles. You know, it has to be these pronouns that they created and these, like I said, that um, color system which is going to be the next thing they're going to be trying to push on people. Um, so it's, you know, you wonder why the rainbow, they use that damn rainbow. You know, they every they want everyone to identify as a color on that spectrum. And that's how you, you feel today. You know, tomorrow I might feel another color. So I could just go out and totally be somebody else. 
and everyone has to accept me. I want to put on a wig and a dress tomorrow, and everyone has to call me Miss and, and treat me like a woman. You know, if I want to put on a bib and a diaper, everyone got to treat me like a baby tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? It's like you don't have any um, any any parameters in society, you know, that everything goes. Well, y'all, we all went over time. Any well, any last again, words? Bev, Okay. Hold tap and uh, thank you, uh, roundtable. Thank you, listeners, and thank you, Tuck Thanks, Mo. everybody. All right. Uh, Have a safe trip and better love. I, I will, hopefully. You will. Okay, we'll be back uh, tomorrow with Dr. Robert X. Better love. Peace. By, 20, by, by 2045, we'll have expanded the intelligence of our human-machine civilization a billion-fold. That will be singularity. We borrowed this metaphor from physics to talk about an event horizon that's hard to see beyond. I don't got the answers, man. I just know everything's going to be different. The creator has a master plan to uh, make a breed of half a man and a half machine. Yeah, that's the dream. And it's not as impossible as it may seem. In fact, it's quite logical. When intelligent elements are non-biological, and no bots the size of a molecule will make a map out of our neurological structures. Forming a cluster of networks to do our mental legwork. Taking out all the guesswork, according to experts. But if we obey what they say like a sweatshirt, then in the end we'll be do our best work. Will me and you disappear in the gray goo? Fuck patrol replicators ready to slay you. Everything is gonna be different. Nothing will stay the same. If we are no longer human, what will we I will destroy you. Question is the next step in our progression to become one with the art of lexing, expand our intelligence beyond perception, or is this reality only a fallacy, a form of science fiction that's existing in galaxies? Answer to the question is beyond my capacity, but man, hope you understand the gravity of the situation because we're facing a catastrophe, our own annihilation, business and casualty, and I ain't saying it's an individuality, I'm only conveying a message in rhapsody, cause you know a fallacy, plus singularity, as a kill to a malady. Cause I cannot ignore the fact that we are the program very powerful combination. Are we the-
There are dangers. Thank you. 